Hello, my name is Alfonso Hinton, and welcome back to my podcast, Hope Inspires Faith. I hope everybody's doing okay on this evening. It's about 6.46 p.m. on a Thursday evening, and I hope everybody's doing fine, whether you're riding in your car, whether you're sitting at home, whether you just needed something to do and decided to click on and listen to this podcast. And I hope there will be something said that will inspire you and give you hope. Hope Inspires Faith. That's my podcast. I have a blog page, HopeInspiresFaith.com. I have a YouTube channel, Hope Inspires Faith. And my main, my main objective is to say something to someone that it may change their life or, or give them peace or just give them a new awareness of something that, you know, they may have been dealing with for a long time. So when I came up with the theme, Hope Inspires Faith, it's just to encourage anybody or everybody. And if I can help just one person with some of the things that I say, I feel like it was worthwhile. So on that note, um, I want to talk about on last night, which was Wednesday night. I'm a member of Living Waters Ministry in in Midway, Georgia. And we had our online telecom Bible study last night. And the speaker for that night had an awesome, awesome topic and that topic is something that we take for granted and and we we wonder we deal with it every day we go through it dealing with people dealing with family dealing with friends dealing with associates dealing with coworkers and the topic was what are your motives what are your motives and that can be a broad topic because for everything that people do there is some type of motive whether it's good bad manipulative we don't know but there is a motive behind it what is your reasoning for doing what you do uh when you think about the concept of oh you got friends that that pop up out of nowhere and all of a sudden they get there and they go to gossiping and and just talking about everything and and what why what are they doing what's their reason for coming over that's why what what are your motives for doing things is something that we really need to think about. Am I doing this to encourage somebody? Am I doing this to show that I care? Am I doing or am I doing this just to be nosy or manipulative? What are your motives? So many times we're in situations in life to where, you know, people come and do things for us. You know, and and we start to wonder and make squinch our eyes and wonder, you know, why are they doing that? What are their motives? Even especially when it's somebody that you know that don't care for you and they want to get close to you, and you be like, you know, why are they being so nice to me now? And they've treated me so bad all these years. So you want to know what their motives are? What are their intentions? Why? We've gotten caught up in so many things because we didn't stay focused and didn't didn't try to figure out what people's motives are. You know, sometimes we get caught up and sucked up because people get so nice. We forget about the fact that, you know, they was this a couple of months ago, a couple of years ago. And all of a sudden they flipped it. And and then all my business was out in the street. You know, sometimes people just come to your house just to find out what's going in your house. What what is what is your reason for coming to visit me? Are you genuinely concerned about my welfare? Are you genuinely concerned about how I'm doing? 
You know, some people say, well, how are your children doing? I mean, the worst thing you can do is give them a bad report because all of a sudden now all your business is out in the street. So what are your motives for asking me how my children are doing? Are you genuinely concerned or do you just want to hear something where you can go back and tell somebody? With every bad intention is a motive, whether it's to pull you down, to drag you around, to discourage you. Be careful during this time of, of life, the mentality of people. Be careful how you, I guess, associate yourself with with certain types of people. I mean, if you can look and tell if someone coming to you and they're talking about somebody else in a bad, negative way and just gossiping and, and ridiculing them and, and you said they're entertaining it and and all of a sudden they're gone and you 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 think they care and all of a sudden then somebody come and tell you the next breath they were talking about you in that same way. Then you want to get upset. So what you should have done, you should have shut that conversation down and just say, look, I don't want to be a part of it. I mean, I don't I don't know. That's none of my business. All, I, all I'm here to do is make sure I'm doing the best I can. But sometimes we get so caught up in listening and just want to be a friend to somebody or want to want to conversate. We just get caught up in it. That's the wrong thing to do. You what what are your motives? Man, that that Bible study last night, it was just so inspiring. You know, she she talked about a, uh, a natural aspect of with people and a, and a spiritual aspect and all of it work together. And, you know, if if you having a, a family get together and and you got one person coming over, sneaking behind the other, you know, talking behind their back, you, you got a group over here and your group over there. And then you got one person that want to be so popular, want to be so seen not in a in just a comfortable way, but just say it's all about me. You know, what are your motives? And you know, it it's mind boggling the the pain that that you can cause someone when your motives are uh are, are bad or your motives are, are not pure and you're not showing love with the things you're trying to do. What are your motives? And we even carried it over Talking about it in a spiritual aspect, you know, talking about, you know, people, you know, people that try to pretend like they're showing kindness and getting close to you. Even even in in a church setting, we have to be so careful these days, you know, about the people that we get close to. And as bad as it may seem, you know, they a, a lot of people talk about church, people that go to I'm not going to say church, people that go to church. You know, those church people or, or those so-called Christian people, they 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 don't do this. They don't do that. But but what are you doing? Christian is just a title. Living a life for Christ is a lifestyle. So when I say I'm living for Christ, I'm talking about my lifestyle. I'm not labeling, say, a, a, a Christian. Anybody could say they're a Christian. But then what is your life reflecting? So we should focus more on our lifestyle. And, you know, the the Bible study went on to talk about, you know, when you do things in the church, what is what are your motives when you attend church every Sunday? Some people attend church every Sunday forever and ever and ever. But 
not one time do they experience the presence of God. So what are your motives for going to church? Are you going to church because it's tradition? Are you going to church because it's routine? Are you going to church because that's what mom and daddy raised you to do all your life? So you don't want to stop now. What are your motives? Our main focus, as it came out in that Bible study, our main focus should be serving Christ, lifting up Jesus, showing love. It gets so conflicting when you hear people talk about uh, Christians versus saved people versus saints. But then if you would look at it, all that really doesn't matter because your main focus is to be a child of the king. We put titles and labels and stereotypes and and put everybody in this category or that category or that category, which we shouldn't even attempt to do that. Our main focus, first of all, okay, I, I, I God created me and God created us to worship him. God created us to believe and trust in him. Now, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to carry some label because if you understand you can have more love as a person that's just committed to God without that title and loving people and living the life and and let their life reflect the lifestyle of Christ then you can have some ministers evangelists deacons pastors or whatever the case may be with titles because a title don't make you live right. Your mentality and your heart and your passion for Christ makes you live right. So that's where we should start focusing. What are your motives? What are your motives for for saying that you want to be a, a minister? What are your motives? Is it because you want a title? So somebody can say, there goes Minister Alfonso. You know, so is that why I got a title? I mean, that's something that we have to check ourselves. What are reasons for doing things? Why do why do I sing in the cry? Is it because I got a beautiful voice and I want people to tell me how good I sing or or how great my voice is? Or or do you sing or do I sing to give God the glory and let him know that I exalt him and I ain't worried about what, what man think. I don't I don't have to have no pat on the back. My motives for singing and worshiping God is because of my relationship with him and knowing who he is and fellowship with him. Those are my motives. So that's something we have to really check into our minds when when you are encouraging people. Are you are you doing it for an outside show when you take people food or or give people money or. Do you have to tell somebody, yeah, I, I gave such and such $225 because they lights were about to get turned off. And, and if it wasn't for me, their lights would have gotten turned off. Is 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 that what you do? And if you do that, you already got your reward. Your motives are so someone can see you and tell you that you did a good job, pat you on the back, and then tell somebody else and that person pat you on the back. I believe it's better to do things in secret and then you get your acclimates in open from other ways. Now, if the person that you helped go and tell somebody, then 
you're getting your reward, but it's not you with that motive to do it for outside show for somebody to talk about. Now, some people that you bless, they're not going to withhold the blessings of God. They're going to let God know that someone came through for them. And we have to know that when we do things, we're not doing it to to be pat on the back or or, or for a handshake or a smile. Our main objective is to love, show compassion, and do whatever we can to help somebody. If if we have the mentality that that life is not a competition, I think that we can begin to turn around and, and make things great. But we are so self-minded sometimes that we take all hours and pull and push and put in a basket put the top on and then when we arrive instead of helping somebody else come up and arrive also we'll stay up here and sit and, and tell them you can get there one day but if they're doing the same thing you're doing and you got up there why not help them get up there where you are but then what are your why why do you want to become successful you know, a lot of people say, I want to become successful. I want to take care of my family. I want to I want to have nice things. But then if you're successful and your brother is struggling, is that really success? Are your motives to get gain everything for yourself? I'm a firm believer that there is plenty of wealth out there for everybody to to be wealthy. So if you are getting up there and you know somebody that's right there on the edge, why not give them some insight to let them know what you did to get there? If you're making your $150,000 and they're making their $50,000 and you have an ideal to, to help them get up to where they can make $125, why not give them that insight? Because you're still going to be making your $150,000 regardless of what they make. I've always told people it doesn't matter what the other person make because I can't spend their money. I am concerned about what I make because that's what I had to work with. I can't work with my brother's money. I can't spend my brother's money. That's his money. But then I have to be able to be a good steward of the money that God blessed me to have. So I'm concerned about what I make. And then I don't Tie my hands up and ball my hands up to where, I, okay, now I've, I'm I'm being blessed, so I'm gonna hold everything in, so so I won't lose nothing. I guarantee you, if you sow seeds on in the right place, it's gonna continue to come back, and and that's been that way for forever. You sow seeds on good ground, you will be blessed, and you will get something in return. Not that you do it to be looking. But because you were a cheerful giver and you bless somebody in need, blessings start coming back from everywhere. So what what are your motives? What is your mentality when it comes to success? Like I said earlier, if if you're highly successful and everybody else within your your circle is is failing or living in poverty or can't arrive. And you're all focusing on the same come and go, but you got there first. I mean, are you really successful? To me, you you could be more excited, 
by looking at somebody that struggled and pulling them up to another plateau. You can be more more excited about that because you can you can say within yourself, I, I wasn't selfish. You know, once I figured out this this thing, I, I used it to help somebody else. And that's what it's focused about. Motors, motors are a sensitive topic because whatever you do, there's some type of reasoning for doing it. Whatever you say, there's some kind of reason for saying it. Your your motive could be to encourage. Your your motive could be to lift up. Your motives could be to inspire. But oftentimes, so many times, it's the opposite. Motives are to tear down, to stagnate, to push down, to belittle, to discourage. So many times we go through that. But it's time to reprogram our minds. If we reprogram our minds to to say that now I want to be an encourager and not a discourager. I want to help and not hurt. I want to love and not hate. But it takes careful reprogramming of your mind daily. You know, just because we did okay today doesn't mean we're going to do okay tonight or tomorrow. So daily, we have to refocus our mind, change our thoughts, get get that stuff out of our minds, get that bitterness and selfishness out of our minds so we can have pure motives. We can have clear motives, not deceptive motives. It seems complicated when you've been in a situation for so long. I've been this way all my life. I'm not going to change now. That's not the case. Because at the twinkle of an eye, you can change your mentality if you desire to. It, it don't have to take 20, 30 years. You can make a decision, make up your mind to, to change your mentality right then. But are you willing to do that? Do you really want to do that? Is that, is that your desire to do that? We got to start coming together as families as church members, as church, whatever, we got to start coming together and, and and begin to check your motives. You know, it's a self thing. You you don't know my motives unless I act them out or I tell you. So I can ease in your conversation or ease in your group, and you can cut your eye at me, and you can wonder, okay, what what what. What, why is he doing this? Why is he over here? What's on his mind? Okay, what, what kind of motives he got behind this? It's easy to do that. But it's an individual thing. But if I check myself and you check yourself and we all start saying, okay, I do not have to be this way. And don't get me wrong, it, it, it's not pointing out anybody. It's not talking about nobody. It ain't a particular. It's just a mentality. And if sometimes, if sometimes we don't, we say we haven't fallen short of some of these things, then I mean, are we deceiving ourselves? Because nobody's perfect. But that's what communication is all about. That's what talking is all about. Not to point fingers. Not to to belittle, but to help us think. If we start communicating more, if we start trying to understand each other more, if we 
start trying to understand each other's feelings and what they're going through. I know this this world will be a better place, but that's going against human nature because human nature thinks about self-preservation and self-preservation. It's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about what you can get for yourself. It's all about what I can do for myself. That's self-preservation. So that's what the natural mind thinks. It, you know, we heard so many times it's better to give than receive. In your natural mind, does that make sense? You know, I, you think I'd rather give somebody something than to get something? But it's a principle. But you have to believe in what you're saying. You have to reprogram your mind. Once you do that, then you can start changing your mentality. But we got to always remember it's a process. So right now at this moment, you can start saying, "Okay, I'm going to do this. So what's my motives? I'm going to say this to them. Why am I saying that? What's my motives? I'm going to go to church Sunday and 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 I'm going to I'm going to be there. But what are my motives? Am I going to be seen? I'm going to go on my job tomorrow and I'm just going to walk up in there like I own the place. Why? What are your motives? What will you gain out of doing that? We have to start figuring this thing out so we can bring more peace more peace to the land, more peace to our family, more peace with friends, peace with co-workers. What are your motives? That's a very interesting topic. So if you take time out to ask yourself daily, what are my motives? Then we'll start realizing why we do things. You ever heard? I don't know why they did that. I don't know why he should. He did that. I don't know why she did that. I don't know why they did that. I don't understand. Because you don't know their motives. What are your motives? Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope inspires faith. I hope there was something said to refocus your mind. I hope was something said to inspire you. I hope was something said just to give you a different mentality. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Until next time.